Welcome to SlayerFest 98. I'm Ian Carlos Crawford. I'm Ryan Houlihan. And I'm Adam Stas. Hi, boys! Uh, we, we just watched She-Hulk episode three together, um, and yeah, we're here to talk about it. Uh, Adam, give me your up-top, like, review of how you felt about the series so far and this episode. This episode by far is my favorite. I feel like okay. I was maybe not too vibing. I feel like every, I feel like as much as they touted this being a procedural, um, it kind of was like, I, I feel like Loki and She-Hulk both have the thing of being like, we're doing a procedural, honey. You better buckle in for this procedural. Every episode's got that comfort arc. And then like each episode was like wildly different. I'm like, this is not a procedural. <laughs> um, but uh, so I feel like they did like this whole Mark Ruffalo set up first episode. And then they did this other little family thing with the family in the second episode. I feel like this would be like, if this episode is what we're doing every week and we don't do some big deviation where, like, two episodes from now, the whole building blows up and I got to reboot the whole scenario of what we're in. Like, if they do this and they stick to this, I'm on board. I love That's it. Fair. Like, I feel, I feel it. And I feel like the tone, I really could do without the talking to the camera. I don't think it's serving it. I think they will <laughs> drop it in season two because they're only doing it once or twice an episode and it's to do some real inside baseball screenwriting work. Um <laughs> And it's and it's not. I don't feel like it's baked in. I feel like it was super cute. I love that they tried it, but I'm I'm. It's 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 a no for me on that. But I love everything else. I love the vibe of this. I, I know this Ally McBeal vibe that they're doing. Um, yeah. Or, or like honestly, even at the end, you know, the the cameo that got quote quote spoiled for yeah. everyone at the end with Megan Thee Stallion. I feel like we're doing some just real mid to late nineties. Disney mm. movie, touchstone movie, just poor shittery. And I say that in the most loving way. I mean, I'm like the associate with like Whoopi Goldberg. Like something where <laughs> when it's just I saw, like. <laughs> when I saw the ads for this show, I don't, aesthetically, I don't know. I don't think it's the same, but thematically and just like the way it was being advertised and like the, 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 the flavor, the tone, I don't know how to explain it. Look up Mismatch starring Alicia, Alicia Silverstone, which released sometime in the early 2000s, which was Wait, about wasn't Chris Carpenter? Wasn't Chris Carpenter in that too? Hell yes, she was. I, was, <laughs> that say, was I do not need to Google a thing about this. I'm talking to, to the audience. Little then. part of my brain. Yes. <laughs> Some of these people might have been born. <laughs> the no, that's true. Out. So Google mismatch. She played a, a matchmaker, obviously, in a procedural. It was a delightful show that shouldn't have gotten canceled. However, we don't live in the good universe, clearly. Um, right. I, I will say, like, I... I so I, I I I liked the advertising campaign. I just I didn't feel like that this this show that I'm watching is the show I was advertised. Even though I like this yeah. show I'm watching, I think we need to lean into the jokes and the Thirty Rock of it all. Like lean into mm-hmm. the zany, wacky, like being a lawyer of with all this stuff in this universe would be crazy and like funny. Let's lean into that density, or let's lean out of it. Make the episode ten to fifteen minutes longer and put a little more oomph into our stories, like a little more good wife, a little more emotional vulnerability, which would also mm-hmm. give us a pretty good reason for her to talk to the camera. Like mm. if we're going to do these bits, right. let's do them feedback style where it's so confessional and it's so raw that I love each of these moments for telling me something that will inform the scenes I'm about to see or just saw. Um, and that's not what we're doing. We're using it to be like, and uh, open on. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> we're doing a lot of like, cut two, cut two. Right. Like, right. Enough cut two. 
<laughs> I agree wholeheartedly. I think um, it, the tone right now is very zippy and high comedy where it's a little reality breaking. And so you're seeing that in a lot of the, the guest actors there. But I think I say more casting these, these just roster of just fabulous New York comic actors who have just been really shining stars on more of the struggle streamers. And now that they're in like a big budget thing, um, like, are obviously oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Like are doing like really, we need, really well. We need an like, ensemble. Yeah, they, right. This yeah. but what we're not doing is we are not doing David E. Kelly. We are not doing um, even like a, a light Sorkin. Like there, I think that like this show yeah. would need to be way more ahead of its ass. Um, if it was going to do that a little more, we're doing a very special episode along with our antics in in the mm. in the in the law office, which if, I don't think I feel balls, like they might have. Right. If they if it had balls, they would do a gender uh, a genderless bathroom storyline like Ali McBeal did in the nineties. Yes. It couldn't be more relevant. It couldn't be more of a wink to the fact that they're doing an Ali McBeal thing. But they don't have the courage to do that. And I'm gonna get on my L- I'm gonna get on my LGBTQ bag of bullshit with Marvel again, <laughs> as I always do on this podcast. Because like, how fun would that be if it was like? these people aren't being weird about the superpowers because they all are starting to be accustomed to them, but they are being weird about feminism and misogyny and like homophobia and transphobia. Like that could be like a fun episode. Like the feminism right now is coming across as like, I have the right to be hot and conventionally attractive. And it's like, (laughs) yeah, you do. Like, (laughs) just like, it's not giving oppressed. She Hulk is not giving oppression <laughs> um, because she's not even like a, like a black the, woman. So it's not like I'm well, getting that's like, the thing. A, like, like a lot of the anger storyline she's talking about in the first episode. Like that's where they started to get a little high horsey. Where I was like, okay, David e. Kelly, where they're talking about like a woman controls her anger immediately, and then there was like this really great Twitter thread, <laughs> like a trans person who was like, that's incorrect. There's women. Um, <laughs> like, like, there's, like that's like that is not how it plays out in reality um like i nor like, that should it been, be. like, we should not also be modeling right. that like girls have to do everything that's the thing like i feel like that only plays into like yes perfectly control your emotions at all times like that's i feel like i i and i hope we do end up going there where it's like because i i, I yeah, think maybe we'll been, get I feel like it would have made a lot of sense to have her like in the pilot be just like, I got this. I'm a woman. I don't get cat. Like, and then like really think she's got it on. She's got it on lock. And then just like one thing after another keeps happening. She just very clearly does not have it under control because she's a real person. So maybe yeah. we'll get there, which is why I think we need to lean into this. Like if we're going to do stories of the week and we're going to do episodic, ep- like weekly episodes dropping rather than like something I, that you should really be binged as a long movie mm-hmm. or like a streamable series or whatever, like then let's lean into the like mechanics of it. If not, then this would really benefit from me being able to watch all the episodes and know like very quickly that that's where we're going or like that we could build yeah. sort of that, that I could have some trust right now. I'm always a little suspicious of that. The message I'm getting is going to be like, weirdly conservative because like the takes have been kind of lukewarm on the feminism front and the jokes have been kind of lukewarm because they're nervous that people aren't going to accept a comedy and the action's been kind of lukewarm because they're like well we don't have the budget because we are a comedy and it's like i i like every element here i'm having fun watching the show i love the character i love the ideas you're having i need you to take some big swings like trust i think it's it's trust the showrunner please it's season three sex in the city feminism where it's like 
don't tell me about being blonde. Like it's very, it's you know, it's I think it's legally blonde <laughs> yes, in that way, where it's yes. like the most oppressed someone could be. In a blonde. woman's right to um, shoes <laughs> is still relevant feminism, but it's the least important thing that I've ever fucking heard. <laughs> like I feel like she's five seconds away from being like, I don't think bisexual people exist, ladies. Am I right? Like I'm very. <laughs> I'm close. surprised we're, it didn't come up with Megan the Stallion. <laughs> very close. So close. I'm actually very invested. Which in would honestly. Honestly, if the show pivots to like She Hulk tried to girl boss the law and superhero-ness yeah. and like that that was fucked up and like really what she needs to be doing is working with other women. Like if that's where we're going, hell yeah. yes. But then this weekly episodic storytelling is not benefiting you because it just seems like she's bad at feminism. Um and I right. need a little glint of hope that she's getting better or that she's gonna learn something. And that hasn't like been shown to me as something that's cooking. And I know that that I don't need to be spoon fed. I'm not a baby, but I do need to like be interested in coming back week to week. And that's part of w- what makes television unique. And like, that's why Buffy worked so well. That's why a right. lot of those episodic shows like Ally McBeal worked so we- well is that they managed to pack in a lot of foreshadowing into yeah. w- weekly episodic stories so that it felt like we were getting big series episodes, but really there was four or five plot episodes yeah. in a 22 episode season. They just and like think- really fed them to you well. Yeah, they would be served to do that because, like, they should do that because, like, the gays are going to be the ones who keep this show on the air, like, if they want to keep doing yeah. more seasons. Because, like, I feel like the, the the MCU fandom writ large is, like, you could not have created something that would absolutely piss them off on purpose more. And I, <laughs> and great. But, like, this is exactly, like, like trying new things and... Listen, if queer people can keep Orphan Black on for five seasons, we can do this for her. (laughs) Did it go five seasons? Five seasons, bitch. I was nailing Mars bars for Veronica Mars, and I that was practice for what I did for Orphan (laughs) Black. I did watch all seven seasons of True Blood, and I feel like we're in that territory. I feel like we're in like yeah. season seven of True Blood here, starting out. Yeah, we need the queer community. Very excited where it's going to go. I need the queer community to support its infrastructure here because there is a really great show here that will emerge given the like time and confidence if the audience supports it. As stupid as that sounds, that is the current state of how we make television and how we make these shows and stories. Um, And that is what's happening with streamers. And I just hope that like, let's Carly Rae Jepsen this, you know, like slow burn (laughs) enough support to keep these albums coming, keep her working and she will get where she needs to go again and again and again. Let's just, you know, (laughs) and I do, I think that the team seems well-intentioned here. It just really seems like they were noted by Disney into a very neutered product. I I will say, because I I want to see Pug sexualized. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I will say, I do think, there's like a weird balance here where like the incels are mad because it's a woman existing and to them that's woke because they don't know what words mean um and then like there's people that are like really rallying against it because like there are the like weirdo stands who are like oh my god she said that women are angry um and i do think there's like a middle road here because i do think this show is doing things that i am surprised like i'm surprised that the cut scene in the first the post-credit scene in the first episode, I was very surprised they let them talk even about Captain America that way. 
Um, there are things that I am surprised they're letting them do, but yeah, I still but do. That want was them the breakout moment more. that everyone talked right. about. That was like the pitch of the show. When I asked my brother, like, did you watch She Hulk? He was like, is it going to be good? And I literally just told him what happened in one of those, like, is he a virgin scenes? And he was like, mm. hell yeah, I'll watch that. And I was like, <laughs> That's the shit that would make people watch the show. Like trust yeah. that it's not going to sully the untouchable Captain America to have Tatiana Maslany make a couple 30 rock jokes about what, how bangable he is. You already said he's America's ass. You know what I mean? Like trust <laughs> yeah. that it's fine. And also trust that it's right. a streaming show on the most kid friendly streaming app that like it couldn't be safer. Do you know what I mean? Like it, it, it a yeah. teen show on this thing will get in the right hands. I promise you. And so I'm going to need you to like bring the themes that were like, like, I don't know. I, these scenes, the, the themes I'm asking for were in like shows like, what about like about you on the WB of like 2000. <laughs> this could go vibe. You know what I mean? Like, a, I think the other thing it. that the, the guys don't like, I think is the unserious tone. It's the, yeah. um, it's the Batman 66 of it all mm-hmm. where yeah. it's like, Oh, because they feel I, like, I, oh, I, so what I, we're I'm doing here is up, silly. Are you yeah, saying right, superheroes yeah. aren't like, important? <laughs> yeah. Or, or the cameos, where it's not even like the long cameos, but it's literally like the These the are people who have no appreciation like, of camp. They've exactly, never seen where it's celebrity, like, um, uh, what is the celebrity? Hollywood Squares. <laughs> exactly, where it's like Phyllis Diller, like it's going to be something. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> God, or where, like she's, where she's not Phyllis Diller. She she's she's like a so like they did this in Batman sixty six. Phyllis Diller shows up as like a janitor, and she does like a Flintstone store <laughs> pelican. It's a limit. Like she does a roadie, but it's great. It's great. You want Megan the Stallion to be like twerking in your She Hulk show? Otherwise, why have fun? Yeah. Like then why have a fun show? Yeah. It should yeah. be the show that celebrities who kind of like a Marvel thing can be like. Oh shit! I could go on like, yeah. you know, I could be yeah. like, I, I could, I could go on and be like a blah 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 blah. Especially if they already are starting wacky with like, it's a shapeshifter right. granny and she's running amok, and <laughs> it, it, it's very fun. This is this is exactly what I w- would like to see from, from yeah. this. Um, but yeah. I, I worry they're going to go I, in a very plotty direction. I just think I think this is one of those shows that like. It should be either when Carrie Fisher was on 30 Rock or <laughs> alternatively, uh, like, you know, Martin Short does The Good Wife for six episodes and it's about assault. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, Ooh. I want, like, let's do, let's do, let's do it. Let's do something like, fun with this and prove to these people yeah. who are doubting that there is a market here for this. But instead of doing that, you're like neutering the thing that there could be a market for so that it's less offensive to people who weren't going to like it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing that's it's true, like yeah. it, i would i would like that lisa kudrow doing scandal arc um where oh, like totally. kind of Wait, i didn't know she did scandal <laughs> you you enjoy yourself a good netflix and after that um or wherever it is now Hulu. um oh my god that one monologue oh it's delightful you have to go watch that it's, it's great it, it's, it is they ride it's an audition that, it's monologue like it, it is it is it's, it's, it's every like mfa theater but it's it's amazing and again she has oh, so much piss off money she could just do another season right. to come back where no one will watch it except like four <laughs> homos and it's just great and she could do that because she that that's the thing that's where i'm excited for the mcu to be going with this is because they have so much money that's when you start being a rich weirdo 
Yes. <laughs> yes. I right. And I, I, we've I, already established a multiverse. If it's too silly, it can float off into the other ridiculous yeah. things floating around in the multiverse. Who cares now? Yeah. Yeah. And like, yeah. I will. I like. I think that I said that about uh, Courtney Cox actually, Adam. That like, because someone asked, like, well, why do you think she came back and Nev Campbell didn't? I was like, Courtney Cox has friends money. She doesn't give a shit. She's doing it because she likes it. They like, were making a yeah. million dollars an episode. They got countless. <laughs> just for Courtney right. Cox. <laughs> Courtney Cox couldn't be more respected, have been more respected, or have been more disrespected in her life. She's already <laughs> like immune. You know what I mean? Right. I get yeah. that. Campbell is like, I'm trying to make a statement for women in horror yes. because that's what I represent. Courtney Cox is beyond representing anything <laughs> other than Monica until the end of time. And she's made peace with that. And frankly, so is Sam Rochelle Geller and every other person yeah. who's like an infinite character in the lexicon of pop culture forever. Um, <laughs> and that's yeah. the other people and, and have we should have fun with those people. Wishes. Yes. Yes. That's the yes. Thing, like other like it's like where you have like Sam Rochelle Geller, it's like I choose to commit my life doing this thing now. Yeah, and that's and that's every yeah. every person be, who who goes beyond the thing that they got famous for and never want to talk about again, except for like twenty years. Like like Kyle MacLachlan wouldn't was like t- Twin Peaks. What? Who? Like for twenty <laughs> years, yeah. he, 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 like, he would talk I to you about Trey now. McDougal before he would fucking <laughs> yeah. talk to you. About He's like, I'm on the various housewives shows, romancing various actresses of certain ages, and I make wine. And that's my life. And then suddenly a switch got flipped. And he's like, every every t- post, every third post now is some throwback thing. To like, and it's a great life. So like, let me all go through that. So I feel like that's definitely something where like, sure. Yeah. You know, if this show, I think that's another if thing we do like, a second season. If we do a second season and Baby Spice doesn't show up for a cutaway joke, they're not planning. You know what I mean? Like, and we're not having the conversations we need to be having. Yeah, he, like, really there's there's gonna be fifteen years. Although our our, our news cycles move pretty fast, so I would probably say like lower than that, five or ten. In like five or ten years, we're gonna get Downey Jr. back, and he's just gonna be like a absolute mess, walk on mold, <laughs> having fun, but like checked out mentally, and it's gonna be great. I'm gonna applaud. Like it's gonna happen. They'll so deep like fake in him at, at 38 or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but you'll yeah. be able to tell the energy level. The commitment isn't there. <laughs> but and good okay, for so him. We, may we all victim. <laughs> and I think what I'm saying is a lot of the elements of the MCU, lots of things that we crave that are lighter and more fun and ephemeral, like things like victory laps for characters or silly cutaways or like though that's where this should live and and find a home. And I think like we're getting there. I just I want to see that train chug along to bring that thought all the way I do want this is this is where I want the MCU to go um is our society our culture our media can only be more served the more the MCU gets less serious yeah and what, what's funny is and I mean you mentioned this before like the bros like hate that that's like what they hate the most it's like because how, they know it will go cost watch them. the Christopher Nolan Batman movies right. and leave me alone that's the thing that's the thing like the more we do things where it's like this this is the no way home's gonna sweep the Oscar nomination <laughs> the more we entertain <laughs> foolishness that like that the, like the worse our society will become trust me it's true it's true you're right that's gospel so, truth so i do want to still like get into this episode a little bit though um yeah, so we get 
more of the Emil Blonsky trial. Um, she actually completes it. I kind of thought that was going to be like the story of the season, like maybe like yeah. a B plot or an A plot or something. It's like, I, it's weird that we haven't brought Titania in more. Cause I know she's supposed mm-hmm. to be like the main villain. Um, but uh, Adam and I and R- Ryan, we all shrieked when we saw for two seconds, Renee Elise Goldsberry. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I really hope that she's just playing the same character from girls five ever because perfect right <laughs> even if she's not i, I i'm I, it's un, it's very unfortunate she's a powerful actress i i can only see uh wiki yeah yeah the jane krakowski-fication yes yes, <laughs> yes. I mean, unfortunately uh, if you do a tina fey produced show and you are the zany gal in it you're that's your yeah forever that's but, burned in it's like just <laughs> But all of us love that character, right? Like, please, yeah. <laughs> that's the um, core of Tina Fey's power. It's where she stores. It's her like that's like her 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 um what is it like an emblem like a totem <laughs> like <laughs> her wand um, is like as a so white woman. I do <laughs> a biting crazy white woman, a biting um, blonde. Yeah. So where she allows her id to play. <laughs> So we also get the Megan Lee Stallion uh, bit with her old coworker. He's not her boss, right? That that guy. He's her old coworker, he like a colleague. Yeah, like a, yeah, yeah. Like a, on a dual track or something. So the the other trial of this episode is that he is going to court because he dated a shapeshifter who had turned into Megan Lee Stallion, and the bit of her in court, like I, Ryan, you said this when our in our reaction, like I bet she had a lot of fun, right? Yeah, totally. Like, I love that they like, we don't see her. And then they cut to her in the court case. And she's like, there's only one of me. And she has her nice fan. She looks <laughs> great in that like biz power business suit. Um, I just like, that's the kind of shit that really works for me. And I feel like that's specifically for like the queers watching the show that love that mm-hmm. shit. Right? <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and with the Emil Blonsky thing, uh, she kind of fumbles her way into winning that case, but she she gets it. Um, Wong kind of tells her that we learn, which is so weird, we connect the Shang-Chi scene with this and learn that Wong kind of forced him, Wong did force him to go to this battle so he could be Sorcerer Supreme, which I forgot we didn't learn he was until Spider-Man No Way Home. So I guess that's, that tracks in the timeline. There's a lot of this, Phase 4 requires a lot of like, be a scholar to yes. the, what's going on like it, it, there's some stuff yeah. where like even even what even as the playback was unspooling in front of my eyes and you guys were like shang chi we guys were like shang chi i was like ah <laughs> like and i'd seen that movie twice <laughs> so I'm like, still um anyway yeah, the, these these episodes require a lot of context, and it makes me surprised that they have all these devices to deliver us information, like talking to the camera and cutaways and stuff like this. Um, and they don't have some way to like dump recaps on us really quickly in like a fun way that you would want to engage with. Like yeah. they're not they don't have like an animated recap or like a like a, a she pulls up her phone and we see like her notes app and it's funny or you know like we we don't yeah. really get something like that which again or, yeah like totally a, fertile like a, ground like for a, a legal rod. thing that would be 30 rod 
Yeah. So I feel like that is very 30 Rock or like very family guy where like they they could do like a swish pan to like like yeah. a cutaway to 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 a scene we're referencing. I mean, I'm sure that would just be like a ton of legalities, especially if you're showing like characters from Shang-Chi in an episode and right. what you're what you're doing and paying. Figure out the logistics yourself. If you're doing a fourth wall breaking <laughs> thing, I feel like figure it out. You're Marvel. Um, but I, I, I do and, appreciate, and I want to, I want to note before we move on that I do appreciate that, like it is the things like the superheroes being above the law, essentially like being able to just walk away from admitting a crime. It, it is at least tied into something that happened in another more plot centric thing. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, yeah. our beloved Wanda. Um, yeah. And then, so the episode kind of, we, she ends up being a witness in the case for her old colleague. Just she can say that he's basically a big shithead, and I love that that's what wins them the case. Um, and we get this like weird court jester, older woman Asgardian shapeshifter who's like not helping her case at all. Um, she's so weird. Whoever she is, she's having a very good time. <laughs> yeah, I'm just good for her. Yeah. <laughs> um. And God, what else? Uh, right? Are there any plot points I'm missing? I'm trying to remember. <laughs> well, um, I did want to know by these. Oh, right, by the yeah. Wrecking Crew. I guess. Yeah. I feel like we've have we seen this before? I might have been in Agents of Shield, which I I don't think either. Wait. Of you so, watched. what's the Wrecking Crew? This is this is I'm the Marvel oh. newbie here, where you gotta like say things. So, the Wrecking Crew is they are one of She Hulk's main enemies, or have been in the comics. Um, it's like a bunch of rotating, like dudes, uh, but they all have their weapons and I don't, I'm not Brett White or Stephanie. They, they would know, I feel like the specifics, but mm-hmm. I, it's something where they got enchanted. This sounds silly saying it out loud, but it's a comic book. Um, they got, they were like a construction crew that has enchanted construction weapons from, they were like enchanted by Asgardians. Um, so like Ooh. the one guy has a crowbar that is super strong and enchanted um and the one guy he had that like ball and chain that one of them has that too mm-hmm. and titania actually has been part of that group before so i'm wondering they, if her little are they connected to like vultures like crew that was like scavenging weapons from mm-hmm. former fights and that sort of thing i don't think so i mean just, I- like Kind of the same vibe, right? I think just kind of the same vibe, yeah. Um, right. I mean, in the comics, they're not teens. They're, like, older construction workers. Um, but, you know, whatever. Yeah, um, I'd but, love if they did, like, a 30 Rocky sort of thing. Or, like, or even a Kimmy Schmidt, I guess, closer to that, where it would just be, like, these, these like, I guess it's L.A., like, these, like, these you know, construction worker archetypes. Yeah. <laughs> who then are, like... Here's what we're gonna. Here's how it's gonna go, lady. Like kind of <laughs> energy, right? Yeah, and I I can't remember. I'm sure someone will be able to tell us if I I feel like an Agents of Shield because I know we saw Absorbing Man on Agents of Shield and he has been part of the Wrecking Crew, but he was not. So I don't know. Um, but anyway, but those weapons, I think they even showed the little. It looked like Asgardian or Kree, maybe I don't know, like markings on the one guy's glove. Um, mm-hmm. so they jump her, and I do like when she's like oh, right, I can turn into She-Hulk. And she turns into She-Hulk and just, like, demolishes them. Um, And they do mention, oh, the boss isn't going to be happy. So I'm wondering if the boss will be Titania. Right? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, And because their motivation was, like, why are you walking around showing off your powers? Like, it was very jealousy-based. Yeah. And I, I did love that, like, and I said this during our reaction, but 
when she's looking at all those comments, like those were actual comments people left on Marvel's page of like, yeah, that was great. That's that is a very good idea. I do think that's clever. Love um, that. I mean, I would like to say those people will feel stupid, but no, they'll feel like I was right. This show sucks. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, oh, and they're absolutely like, oh, I've now been immortalized in the MCU for right. my bad behavior. But, you know, it's still a fun <laughs> <Whatever>. idea. <laughs> um, Emil Blonsky is granted his parole, uh, but I feel like them specifically saying he'd never turn into abomination again probably will be something we come back to. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And her assistant, Nikki, has the idea for her to actually go on one of these shows. She's been, like, telling her to go on. And so at the end, she does go on a news show and, like, kind of, like, tells her story or whatever. Um, And I do like the way the rumor passed, because that felt like how rumors about Marvel stuff, when it's like, oh, someone said they might be cast, so this person is cast in this role. And then, like, 85 tweets are like, confirmed, this actor. And it's like, no one confirmed anything. Yeah. <laughs> it was like someone jerking off in a tweet. Like, what are you talking about? Because um, it's like, ooh, did the Avengers reject you? And then the other reporter's like, we just found out the Avengers rejected her. And she's just like, everyone shut up. Very um, vibe I'm telling you the piece that my life will find when we do finally cast Reed Richards and that could just be over. <laughs> <laughs> I need it over. God, yeah. <laughs> this um, every day I go online and there's a new man they're just like yes he's are you uh, wake up it's him look at it look at this look at this panel look at this panel from 1969 <laughs> um yeah uh i don't know what i, I feel like i feel like we covered the episode right i don't know ryan do you yeah, have anything else i think i think that this is very clearly an episode that's like laying foundation for things that will happen later in other episodes yeah. and other parts of the plot um and which is fine to do, but then the episode itself should be so good I don't even notice that. And I yes. did kind of notice that. So, yes. I, yeah. I, you know. I'll, just, I, I, I'll, I'll be sad when the plot takes over and it's no longer this fun procedural. And it's like, oh, I have to be invested in a thing that's destroying the city. And it's blah, 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 blah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, listen, I will nobody say... cared about Alicia Flurk's marriage. Truly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what you're referencing. <laughs> On The Good Wife, there was this oh, long, drawn-out drama yeah. for the first several seasons with Chris Noth, and it was like, I don't even like him at this point. Like, who cares? <laughs> it's like this thing that was like what the pilot was all about, and then everybody fell yeah. in love with it. It was, it was Hillary Clinton stuff. Reason. We're not going, we're looking right. forward. Yes, yes, yes. We're looking right. forward. Um, right. So, yeah, I and I I do I do think I will look forward to her interacting with the Avengers just because. She's got like a like watered down Jessica Jones vibe, but like more together. Um, and I will like mm-hmm. seeing her kind of like make fun of the Avengers. Like oh, I'm, yeah. I'm looking I forward mean, to she, seeing. She's Daredevil. got a sense of humor, and she has her shit yeah. together. And that's not true of everyone else in the group. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I'm, I'm, I'm curious to see. I mean, we know Daredevil comes in. I'm wondering if it'll just be like a one off, or he'll be in a few episodes. Um, but I'm looking forward because he's pretty self-serious and she's not so i will look forward to her kind of being like all right whatever like relax dude yeah Um, i know i was just about to say like i wonder i was gonna say i wonder how um daredevil and jessica jones would interact and then i realized there was a whole show that my memory (laughs) is just fucking fogged up for me um so i i I continue to wonder how that interaction would look like i was gonna say we can pretend that that doesn't exist 
<laughs> you know, um, I'd be like, I would really like to see Sigourney Weaver play a villain in a show someday. <laughs> yeah, I think that would be fun. <laughs> it's a shame if she hasn't done, done it well. Yet. <laughs> a shame. Uh, all right, uh, Ryan, what was your favorite scene in the episode? I think my favorite scene, just to bother people, is twerking. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Adam. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um yes i'm i'm thinking i think um you know i did like those shenanigans i think that was fun uh i think otherwise you know i think i enjoyed the the abomination cult i would love to see us explore because again a lot of these people are you know gods and deities and and or just you know again like you know people with far less powers you know on earth have been you know have commanded far more powerful, you know, cults. So I would be very interested in seeing like, oh, how would that look? Like, but in a funny way. Like, I feel like we we saw that in a very serious, we also kind of saw that in a much more like serious, way less fun way with um, Ethan Hawke's character in Moon Knight. Um, yeah. I would love to see like a comedic version of that. Yes, but, yes. Um, yeah. I think like, uh, and this is what I hope Titania ends up being. Like, I mean, I know we always go back to Buffy on this podcast, but like a glory type villain would work well, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Because like, they you, said, like, she's an influencer. Yeah. And I was like, oh, we're going to have a lot of fun with that. Like, I, 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 I'm I, eager for that to unfold. Yeah. Um, And I think my, I don't know. I think my favorite, the Megan Thee Stallion stuff, I know, I just loved it. I don't know. I love seeing, I loved her casual, ah, that she kept doing. Like, I don't know. I like when there's a silly cameo like that, that is fun. Um, yeah, it was fun. And it was fun. Um. All right, what grade uh, do you give the episode, Ryan? I will give this all over a B minus. Yeah. Adam? I think a solid B. I would like it better. I, the, 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 the camera talking is bothering me. I got to, I, that's, I, I would, it would have probably been higher, but, but yeah. That's fair. That's fair. I think I'd give it a B as well. Um, like I enjoyed it, but yeah, I feel, I feel you guys. Um, well, thank you all. I was like, what do I say now? Uh, thank you all for listening. Thank you, Ryan and Adam, for joining me. Uh, if you like SlayerFest98, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube. You can find our reaction videos to She-Hulk only on our YouTube. It's not in our podcast feed. Um, and if you want to support us, you can support us on Patreon. We are going finishing Harley Quinn Season 2 this month and going to go back to What If Season 1 and eventually get to Harley Quinn Season 3. Uh, and if you want to follow us on social media, we are at SlayerFestX98. If you want to follow me, I am at Carlos. Adam, where can everyone find you and buy your books? You can find me on all social platforms at the Adam Sapp, and you can pre-order my upcoming young adult romantic comedy, The 99 Boyfriends of Micah Summers, wherever you buy your books. It comes out September 20th. And Ryan, where can everyone find you and your podcast? You can find me at Ryan Houlihan on all social media and you know which ones. And uh, also I have a podcast coming out in September. I believe September 19th it will be out. So mark your mental calendars called Too Good to Be True, all about cults and financial scams and swindlers and snake oil and um, just uh, the whole menagerie of American villains. (laughs) All right, everyone. Well, we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.